I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. All right, second hour of Clay and Buck. Thanks for being here with us. You know, the uh, airstrikes that occurred last night, I, I was getting text messages from people, and, and they're, they're asking me, they're wondering what I think about the, the possibility here that there could be uh, a major uh, enhancement, uh, spreading of of the conflict. Because what happened is we struck. This was U.S. airstrikes against Iranian proxy forces in Syria. Uh, see, one one thing that's important. We talked about this a little bit earlier in the week. Is to see that the uh, the Iranian terror tentacles stretch into a whole bunch of countries in the region. Hezbollah in Lebanon, uh, these militia groups in Syria, uh, militia groups as well in, and, and when we say militia, it's effectively like a, uh, non-state actor paramilitaries. I mean, they have very similar, in some cases, better training and munitions to what you'd get for some of the regional, uh, militaries. But you have that in Syria. Uh, you obviously have Hamas and the other Palestinian terror groups getting direct aid and, and training from Iran. The Houthi militia in Yemen gets training from uh, and, and support from uh, Iran. So these are all of the different ways that Iran has to try to uh, have leverage in the region. And these are the different mechanisms that it has to, uh, well, to have terrorist attacks occur. So this is why the U.S. Uh, struck at Iran already. So we have U.S. airstrikes against, well, against Iranian proxies. It starts to get a little messy. Uh, but two facilities in eastern Syria that were used by, uh, well, actually, this is directly against Iranian targets, Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps and groups it's affiliated with. Now, this is because there have been some, uh, Clay, there have been some efforts to hit U.S. personnel 
with rockets or with, uh, with fire in Syria and Iraq, because we still have a, a very small footprint, but we have military presence in both of those countries. So this is the U.S. sending a message here about what's, uh, what's going to be allowed and what's not in terms of U.S. personnel. This is why I've thought up to this point, it's unlikely that you'll see, um, Iran do anything that will bring the U.S. directly into the conflict because I think they recognize that we will make them pay um, a price, a major price here. And uh, we are getting closer and closer to the Israeli, uh, the start of this Israeli ground offensive. This, Clay, I wanted to play for a second. This is the Hamas spokesman who was in a BBC interview and asked about Israeli civilians who were killed. Play clip six here. There was no command, no command to kill any civilians. You say this was a military operation, but the result of it was that hundreds yeah, of civilians see, were killed. Because the area is very wide, and there are many people there, and there was clashes and confrontation. It's no, not confrontation. No, you invaded I, I houses. Have details what happened inside, but I, I can tell you that we didn't have any intention or decision to kill the civilians. How do you justify killing people as they sleep, you know, families? How do you justify I, I killing want, hundreds I, I of want people to stop this, uh, interview. in... I want to stop this interview. The, the answer, the real answer to the question, Clay, is that what Hamas did is so grotesque that the only option for a Hamas spokesman who's trying to put out the, uh, the propaganda here, right, the big lie, Goebbels style... Uh, the only option for him is to just bald face lie and then, and, and run. Like actually just leave the room. I'm just be like, we didn't do the things that we obviously did. I'm out of here. That's how untenable ethically their position is. That's a little bit alarming to me. So first of all, everybody remembers the, uh, was it Baghdad Bob, whatever they called him, the yes. Iraqi ministry spokesperson who would, you know, stand there and say, there's no Americans here. And then, you know, like they drive by and wave at him in a tank. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what happened to Baghdad Bob, but he was committed to his craft of propaganda, maybe more so and more ridiculously than almost anyone in the history of, uh, of, of foreign relations. But what did they expect, Buck, when they sat down for an interview with the BBC? that they weren't going to be called out on the 1,400 innocent Israelis that got killed or the argument. They could have put out a statement. They could have put up a video of him saying it. I, I just, the making your argument, then being confronted with the fact that it's not true and walking out of the interview, I'm not sure what the intent was there, even from a propaganda perspective. Well, I think it's to put out, you know, we hear this and we say, this is the most grotesque lie what he's saying. He's trying to make it seem like it was a military operation and things happen. Now he's yeah. saying that in advance of what will be a military operation by Israel that will take measures and go through considerable effort to limit civilian casualties, but there will be civilian casualties. In no fact, doubt. actually you had um the uh Pentagon spokesman uh come out and say this. I was I was actually uh, somewhat surprised to see uh, Kirby come out and say um, on on television, look, there are going to be civilians who die here in Gaza, but this is the fault of Hamas because they have called upon them this military operation by engaging in their terror attack. 
But back to the Hamas spokesman here. Um, this, this guy, I mean, he's putting out the, the lie clay because as crazy as it is, there will be people who say, see, Hamas was doing a military operation too. Yeah. And now that's insane, but that's why he's showing up and doing this because there will be people in the Middle East who will believe what they want to believe, even the most obtuse, grotesque lie. And they just want a little bit of support, a little bit of, well, there are different narratives. We need to learn more, Clay, about this. That that kind of mentality provides some kind of uh, mental space for people to continue to act like Hamas is not just as bad as ISIS. And to your point, they'll slice and dice probably this interview up and share it on social media, which you and I were texting about before the show started today. So much, I, I, I can't get past the fact that if you are under the age of 35, you basically are evenly divided 50-50 on whether the massacre of innocent Jewish people by Hamas was justified or not. And I think many of you out there who are over the age of 35, as you get older, moral clarity becomes more uh, established. I mean, 91% of that Harvard-Harris poll of people over the age of 65 said this was indefensible. So how is it such that so many people under the age of 35, Buck, I would venture, and again, I'm, I'm using uh, quotation marks here, that people under the age of 35 are of higher education status than people over the age of 65. That is, far more people under the age of 35 have gone to college, have gone on and gotten degrees than they would have over the age of 65. That's the general trend lines of American life. What does it say if the more educated people are actually the least informed about what evil represents, that's scary. Well, you you look at the history of different revolutions that went bad, and there's often a component of the intellectual class turning on the society. And, I mean, this is true in the French Revolution. It's true in the uh, within the Soviet Revolution. Um, although that's even, there's other complexities to talk about there. But but oftentimes you'll have people who there'll be a core. It's not all of the intellectual class, but there'll be a core of intellectuals who somehow have convinced themselves of an ideology that is so right that everything else about right and wrong fades away entirely. And I think you've seen that at some level with the situation of um, of Hamas and Israel and what's going on right now. Uh, Newt Gingrich was was throwing some some punches on this one uh, here he is this is cut five where he's saying that this is really now infiltrated it, it's going beyond you know i had been saying there's the democrat elite or the democrat leadership and then there's the the left-wing vanguard if you will Newt is saying you know anti-semitism is really actually it has infiltrated the heart of the democrat party play five i think it's easy to underestimate the depth of the anti-israeli and anti-semitic attitudes that are now at the heart of the Democratic Party and are at the heart of the Biden administration. Supposedly a hundred people in the White House went to a meeting to deal with their anxieties about what's happening, not to deal with anger about 40 babies being killed, babies being beheaded, not to deal with anger about women being raped and dragged through the streets dead with people spitting on them, not to deal with anger about 1,400 innocent people being slaughtered. Oh, no, their anxieties. Uh, Newt is seeing this for what it is, Clay. I mean, what, what is the 
the anxiety about what may happen in in Palestine and and can I also you know point out a lot of these people that have such a this deep affinity for the Palestinians you know where were they during the Syrian civil war when half a million civilians were killed you know what I mean by by you know Muslim on Muslim violence basically like where where are they during that they're no, quiet of course because the I've I've long thought that, the, and we talked about this to start the show, Buck. But, but I think it's such an interesting point for everybody to contemplate. You mentioned the revolutions. Uh, what happens in almost every revolution? Eventually, the revolutionaries turn on each other, and there becomes a purity test over who are the best possible version of the revolution. And the French Revolution, you mentioned again, history nerding out here. Robespierre ends up getting guillotined, right? One of the foremost leaders of the revolution itself, as a part of the purity test, the revolution turns on itself because they ran out of nobles that they could cut their heads off, and sooner or later the lust for blood turns inward. The guy who ran the Committee for Public Safety that was ordering people to get their heads chopped off got his head chopped off. It's a tough spot to be in. It's going to happen. And we started off the show uh earlier, last hour, talking about this on some level, and I think it's worth contemplating here. How much of this is the Democrat woke revolution turning on itself? And that's really the biggest story from an American perspective of the response to this Israeli terror attack. I think it's worth contemplating. This might be the biggest legacy. And that's what's being starting to come out, I think. Save the date, first weekend of December. That's when the Invest Wealth Summit's taking place in Tampa, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, December 1st through 3rd. If you want to learn how to create financial freedom and security for your future, then you want to be at the Invest Wealth Summit, event organized by the team at Rad Diversified, led by co-founder CEO Dutch Mendenhall. Lot to learn there. Some great speakers on the agenda as well. Buck's going to be there, Tucker Carlson, Lisa Booth, Amy Vaughn, many others. Learn how to diversify your portfolio without relying solely on Wall Street. Explore alternative investments. Gain access to unique opportunity and hidden gems. Uncover untapped potential in real estate startups and innovative technologies. Learn how to reduce your tax burden much more. Expand your investment horizon. Secure your financial future. Get your seat at investwealthsummit.com today. Website, investwealthsummit.com. Tickets are going to sell out. Get yours now. One truth revealed after another. Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation and three historically gold increases in value over time you keep yourself informed about global events you see the increase in conflicts around the globe countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold why aren't you it's time to pull the trigger with the oxford gold group and buy gold and silver nobody can predict the future but we can't put our head in the sand either The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-GOLD. 
995-G-O-L-D. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Speaking on turning on themselves, we finished off uh, the last hour talking about sort of this Democrat woke revolution turning on itself. One of the woke revolutionaries, a guy named Jamal Bowman, Democrat congressman from New York. And he was one of the guys, Buck, who voted against uh, a condemnation of Hamas's terror attack on Israel. And that was so indefensible that if you'll remember Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who is a uh, leftist congresswoman from South Florida, said that anybody who voted against it had no soul. Um, and so the reason why I bring that up, we now have a further video. Uh, there was a rush vote. Democrats were unprepared for it. They didn't know how they wanted to respond. And Jamal Bowman pulled a fire alarm. Now, uh, that required for the uh, the disruption of the vote. Everybody had to clear out. Was there or was there not a fire? Video of him pulling the fire alarm emerged, but it was just him reaching and grabbing the fire alarm. Now a larger version of that video has come out. And you can see that Congressman Bowman, who claimed that he had just been trying to use a door and that he couldn't get the door to open and he didn't think the fire alarm would go off, you can actually see him grabbing the signs from the fire alarm door saying, hey, 
these doors uh, will go off, fire alarm will go off. He grabs those in what is clearly a premeditated decision to then pull the fire alarm. Now, he's been charged with a misdemeanor, but now that this full video has come out, Buck, uh, basically he's getting a sweetheart deal. I think it's that if he doesn't do anything for three months, this gets expunged. He pays a $1,000 fine. There's nothing of any substantial consequence that's happening. When I saw this video, I said, yeah, that's not enough what's being done to him. This is clearly uh, a uh, an attempt to end the voting in the House. And yet, I said this is what was going to happen. People were saying, he needs to face consequences. I said, you have to remember, there's consequences and there's consequences. Just ask Hunter Biden, right? You you can you can plead... You know, you can, you can face the justice system and plead to a, a parking ticket, basically, if a prosecutor wants to let you. It's always up to the discretion of the people who are running that system. So even when, you know, you stand in front of the, of the justice system, so to speak, and, and Lady Justice is dispensing, uh, you know, her, 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 well, I was going to say justice again, but you know what I mean. Lady Justice yeah. is doing her thing. Um, if somebody wants to let you, get away basically with it and they're in the position to do so they can and that's kind of what, what's happening here i I knew this would have people say oh it's gonna be a felony and an obstruction i'm like no because it's washington dc and he's a democrat and that's not going to happen and this is where we are so the thing I that do i do wonder think he, he now lied the, though very clearly egregiously. that's the point he, he's lying i do wonder now that the full video is out whether even Democrats in D.C. are going to feel compelled to levy some additional punishment on him because the video in conjunction with his initial with his initial claim is clearly beyond the pale a lie. No one can defend it. And I wonder and I'm not saying there's going to be any sort of January 6th style prosecution of him, although it is interesting to consider what would be happening to a Democrat, uh, to a Republican in D.C., given what we've seen happen for January 6th, if, let's say, Democrats had been trying to rush through some bill that they really wanted to get, and a Democrat and a Republican had pulled that fire alarm, it would be, oh, no, it's echoes of January 6th all over again. In an honest world, he would face the same sort of level of punishment that many of the January 6th defendants did. We, of course, do not live in an honest world. No, and, and and we all knew from the beginning that that was not going to be the case. But he is getting, uh, I mean, a, I wouldn't even say a slap on the wrist. This is kind of a, this is a, you know, a, a strongly worded letter from the vice principal of the high school saying, "Don't do that again." This is basically nothing. But that is uh, the the controversy is over, except for the fact that uh, Congressman Bowman lied and tried to pretend like everyone's dumb enough that they would believe his absurd story. So there's that. Catch up on the latest deals from MyPillow, the company determined to outfit your home with the softest, most comfortable products you can find. One such such example, their new line of towels aptly called My Towels. These are made with a new, softer, more absorbent cotton than anything Mike Lindell's team has accessed before. Cotton is called Shapir. They're so confident you'll find these towels immediately absorbent and softer than anything in your home already. They're attaching a 60-day full money-back guarantee using them for two months to ensure you like the way they feel every time you reach for a towel. Get a six-piece set. Amazing introductory price, $29.98 with our names, Clay and Buck, as the promo code. To find this offer, go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special Square for the new My Towel six-piece towel sets. Get 50% in savings. Enter promo code Clay and Buck or call 800-792-3269. That's 800 792 
1-800-242-3269. Mike Johnson is the Speaker of the House, as we have all been discussing. It is interesting to watch some of the after-the-fact narratives here on how it's what we wanted all along. This is what we wanted. We wanted it to be Mike Johnson. And and I, I will say my favorite thing so far has been the immediate pivot, immediate pivot from Democrats to Clay. Mike Johnson is a terrifying MAGA extremist, right? I mean, this is you, you can't make this. You knew up. it was going to happen. It, it's a little bit like when there was that when DeSantis was having his national moment and you started. You haven't seen any of them in, you know, like eight months, but. You started to see these articles that were saying DeSantis is even more dangerous than Trump, right? Yes. <laughs> you're like, you're like, oh, I guess they just kept this on the shelf ready to go. And you feel like they could take out DeSantis's name and put, you know, anyone who they thought could be the next Republican, uh, the de facto Johnson's out there saying, look, come on, Democrats, give him a chance, play clip seven. You got a very warm welcome from the DNC. They said you were a, an anti-abortion MAGA extremist. Here's some free advice from Mike Johnson, and that is don't get comfortable. We've been here before. This is the same exact MAGA extremism that the American people uh, have already rejected, and they will do it again. I thought that was the warmest welcome you could ever want from the Democratic Party. How about Party. that? Yeah, welcome to the job. Look, they don't they don't know me. A lot of these people don't know me, and I, I think. Um, if they would talk to some of my colleagues here, even on the other side of the aisle, that have worked with me for the seven years that I've been on Capitol Hill, uh, they would tell them that those things are not true. Give me a chance. Let me have a chance to lead here, and you'll see what I'm really about. We'll all see. I mean, I think that's anybody who's saying this is good or bad yet, it's like there's a new coach for the team, and they haven't played their first game yet. All right, well, let's let's see. I mean, he seems like a, a, a nice enough guy, as we've discussed if you were looking for, if you were casting the role of Republican congressman for a, a movie or a TV show, like the prototypical guy, Mike Johnson would do pretty well. I, I think here's my sort of larger picture political analysis of this buck. I think the Matt Gates crew has fired all their bullets because if you, you already removed Kevin McCarthy. So you now say we've got a better uh, leader than we had with Kevin McCarthy. May or may not be true, but to your point, to extend your analogy, Buck, you can't hire a new coach and fire him six months later. So you're almost locked in. If the old coach stunk, new coach gets like a year, two years to figure out whether he's the right guy. Now, I don't think you can live on that island of perpetually replacing someone all the time. And we talked about this before. The challenge is by what, July? Congress is going to go home. So you're really talking about a speaker who exists from now until July, in theory, and then we find out whether or not Republicans are going to keep control of the House in November. And if, if, if that happens, then you'll have a new majority, and maybe it's a more substantial majority. And if Republicans were to grow their, uh, their House, uh, uh audience, right? Their House, uh, electorate, then I think that this guy would get a lot of the credit. If they don't, then it's probably going to be a Democrat House anyway. My point is, I think he is now Speaker until we get to the elections, and the elections will in some way be a referendum on whether he gets to continue, right? I don't think he can get replaced. I don't think he can be so bad or so good, given the heart, the, the, the cards that he's been dealt, that he's going to be able to blow anybody's minds or that he's going to be so awful. And this is kind of what we hinted at. Politics is the art of the possible. 
And when you don't control the Senate, and when you don't control the White House, the idea that a four-vote effective, five-vote, whatever you want to call it, majority in the House is going to somehow redirect Washington, D.C. and federal spending is not honest. And I and think it, claiming otherwise is is a big part of the problem. And here's where, you know, this is why the, the uh, most useful thing in terms of a quote that Obama ever said was elections have consequences, and it yep. is true. And this next election will have major consequences for people who want something to be done about the debt and, and want other things, um, that would fall under whether it's, you know, America first agenda or, you know, MAGA, Trump, all that stuff. You have to have the votes. I mean, even if Donald Trump wins the election, which is looking like it's a, it's obviously a, a possibility. And, and some people are saying it's looking like it could be even a probability at this stage. We'll see. Um, but even if Donald Trump is able to do that, if he doesn't have a Republican majority in the House and the Senate, there are going to be serious limitations. You know, judges he can well, actually, gotta gotta you gotta see how the Senate goes, right? But there'll be some appointments and executive orders and things that will really be in his power to do. But you need to win these elections. And this is I, I bring it up because Mike Johnson, I keep saying his really most important role as speaker, there are gonna be people who present this as it's breaking with the establishment clay and he'll fight on spending and he'll fight the machine and he'll fight the swamp. If fighting the swamp means a government shutdown, let's say a spending bill is what a few weeks away before the government's going to go through this whole thing again. And that hurts the members of Congress, the Republican members of Congress who are in districts that Biden won, then we've got a problem. Yeah, because the most important thing is going to be that you have a Republican majority going into the next Congress and hopefully a stronger Republican majority. So people that think that this is going to be where we really fight, well, that all depends. And, you know, and and, and people can disagree with this. That's fine. That all depends. Do you want to win the next election or not? Do you want to win? And I mean, congressional elections. Do you want to win a majority? There are 18 districts that Joe Biden won the 2020 election in that Republicans flipped and right now have Republican congressmen in. And this is why I always say this is why the job of a House Speaker is difficult. Because on the one hand, you have people who are in, let's say there are 175 uh, out there, 180 Republicans that are like, the only thing I have to worry about is my Republican primary. I can be a congressman for the rest of my life. I have a really strong Republican district as long as I win the primary, I'm going to be fine. Well, how do you win the primary? Typically by being more conservative than the people that you are running against, as a general rule. But for those 18 people that are in districts that Joe Biden won, and by the way, you can't have a majority in the House without having some of those people right in the swing district. There are not enough safe Republican districts to have a Republican majority in the House without some rhinos or whatever you want to call them, right? People who have to appeal across this uh, this political spectrum, they have a completely different imperative. And so I think one of the big challenges that Republicans are going to have over the next six months is how do we extend Republican majority? How do we keep the House buck? I'm actually somewhat confident about the Senate. Uh, I, I We're going to flip West Virginia. I don't think Joe Manchin's even going to run but he's going to announce sometime in January or February what his official decision is. But Jim Justice, it appears, is in really strong shape there, the current governor. Uh, I think in uh, in Ohio, 
Got three really good candidates running in the Republican primary. I think all three of those guys, whoever wins, is going to win in Ohio. And I feel increasingly good about Montana. That flips the Senate, even without having to worry about Arizona, even without having to consider other more uh, difficult state terrain. That would flip it at 51-49, Montana, Ohio, and West Virginia. I think we're looking good in all three of those places. Mike Johnson also very aware of the cognitive decline. This was all in an interview with our friend Sean Hannity last night, by the way. Just uh, credit to Sean for doing this uh, really interesting sit-down. Here's Mike. This is cut nine where he's talking about Biden and, and, well, what we can all see. Play it. Do you see in Joe Biden a cognitive decline? And if so, is that a danger to the country? I do. I think most of us do. That's reality. It's, this is not a personal slight to him. It, it has to do with, with age and acumen, and everyone's different. Everyone ages differently. Clearly, if you look at a tape of Joe Biden making an argument in the Senate Judiciary Committee a few years ago, and you, you see a speech that he delivers now, there's a difference. Um, again, I mean, it's, it's not a, a personal insult to him. It's just reality. And this is, this is what's concerning to us, is that we cannot project weakness of any kind on the world stage right now. This is a dangerous time for all the things going on around the world. The world is a tinderbox. A strong America is good for the whole world, and we have to project strength. Joe Biden definitely does not project strength or wisdom or capability. And when you start to think about the possibility of a broader war in the Middle East, we already have U.S. airstrikes that have taken place just in the last 24 hours. Clay, the, the, the title commander in chief starts to, it starts to hit a little different when you see that Joe Biden is the guy who holds that title right now. Yeah. And, um, this is why I think you mentioned earlier, if I were betting right now and, you know, usual caveats that 13 months till the election, uh, lots of things can change. We're over a year out. We haven't even gotten into the primary season. I think Trump's going to win. If I were predicting right now, if the election were today, Trump would win. Um, and the reason why I think Trump would win and is likely to, I think Trump's going to go str- grow stronger if he's the nominee. And people out there can, you know, the DeSantis people can say you're crazy, Clay. Uh, the, the, uh, you know, the Nikki Haley people, the Vivek, I understand half the audience is Trump, half the audience is not. I should say Trump or whomever the nominee is, maybe. Because Biden's only going to get worse. It, Fetterman, to his credit, right, Buck? Fetterman's been been doing great on Israel. I, we, it, it, we call it like we see it. He's 53, I think. A 53-year-old who has a serious health issue has the ability to get better because the the health issue is not directly connected to age. Biden's issue is directly connected to age. And I I think this is exactly right what uh what what was just said in that interview with Sean Hannity, which is if you go back even if you listen to Joe Biden talk during the 2020 campaign buck, even in that basement campaign, yeah. his mental and physical and cognitive abilities have declined so precipitously in these three years, I can't even imagine what they're going to be by next November. If you go and look at what George W. Bush looked like right when he was getting sworn into office and you talk to people about his energy and vitality and physical strength and everything else, you know, he was a big workout guy. Um, and you looked at him after eight years. I mean, he, yeah, he aged a lot. 
He, he really aged double the eight years that he was technically president. Obama, too, by the way. And Obama was, like, relatively young when he went. I, I mean, Trump is, like, the only guy who didn't look any different when he came out than when he went in. That is, uh, Trump does not look any different now than he did when he was running. That's just the truth. When yeah. he was running in 2016. Uh, hair is the same. Everything's the same. Um, I, I just think that, uh, the, the Democrats are still going to fall back on, um, the, Vote for Joe Biden is a vote for Democrat control. Don't worry about the rest. They'll figure it out. I really think that's effectively the pitch. So I think that's going to have to be the pitch because it ain't going to be he's super sharp and he's on control and he's going to be amazing. Uh, you know what can help you be super sharp, control, in control and amazing? How about testosterone? It's actually fabulous. Testosterone gives men the energy to be able to go about our day with vim, vigor, vitality, be able to take care of all the challenges out there. You know, testosterone levels down 50%. That's a big deal compared to what your grandfather, your great-grandfather might have had. And male testosterone levels continue to dip in a big way. Uh, as you age, it is natural that your testosterone levels go down. But what if you could bump those testosterone levels back up? That's what Chalk's focused on, and they want to do it all naturally. They don't want to give you all sorts of, uh, of, of pills and everything else that puts unnatural ingredients into your body. The Chalk Male Vitality Stack is all-natural, Again, a great thing, a smart thing, and leading ingredients, if you take this for three months, you can get a 20% increase in your testosterone count just after three months. Think about how much difference that could make for you, day-to-day lifestyle, stamina, energy, everything else. Go check it out. Why not try it? What do you have to lose? CHOQ.com is the website right now. CHOQ.com. Use my name, Clay, for 35% off. You can cancel any time. Why would you ever want to, though? CHOQ.com. My name, Clay, 35% off for life. Check it out today. Put some vitality and vigor in your life. All natural testosterone. CHOQ.com. Need a break from politics? A little comedy to counter the craziness? So do we. The Sunday Hang, a weekend podcast to lighten things up a bit. Find it in the Clay and Buck podcast feed on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-GOLD. 
If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. Your orders make a meaningful impact. You can become a member in seconds. Signing up is fast and free. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's G-O-V-X.com. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX. That's GovX. Code CLAY. G-O-V-X-C-L-A-Y savings for those who serve today more than ever we're all looking for ways to save especially on medical bills but where do you start unless you're a medical bill expert finding savings can seem impossible and who has the time HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and frauds to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from selected past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look, and HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Buck, I, I I know there's probably a lot of people out there that are like, uh, you know, how in the world can you uh, cover so much ground in a day-to-day show? But I was reading the Wall Street Journal this morning, and they had a front-page article. A lot of different things. We've talked about uh, DeSantis v. Trump. We've talked about uh, Elon Musk Twitter year one, the issues that Biden might have on Israel. I did not expect this to be on the front page of uh, the, uh, the Wall Street Journal. Baked beans. Baked beans believe, Buck that they are the most underrated food in America, and they are now going after an audience to eat more baked beans. And I, I actually read the article on the front page of the Wall Street Journal, and I thought, this is crazy. And then as I was reading it, I was like, I, you know what? I have noticed that there's way more bean paraphernalia out there, bean advertisements and everything else. And it brings to mind, I think one of the most underrated things that I could eat all the time Chips and salsa. You know, salsa outsells, outsells ketchup now in America. Do you know that? Like as the as a condiment? Uh, I believe it. And Modelo is a very popular beer. So I think that it's almost impossible to stop eating chips and salsa. Love them. Almost impossible to stop eating chips and dip. Provocative thesis for you, Bug. Would you agree, by the way, with both of those things? Like if you got oh, like yeah. a nice French onion dip or any you got sour chips cream and salsa. based dip, because you call it a dip and you don't really realize you're either eating cream cheese or sour cream and you're eating it like it's salsa, but it's not. Yes. All right. So chips that you skip, uh, that you that you dip into baked beans, maybe the most underutilized move out there because everybody does salsa. Everybody does the French onion dips or any other kind yeah. of things. I actually agree with the Wall Street Journal's front page. I think baked beans, 
maybe the most underrated uh food that once you start mixing with other things, I'm not talking about just eating beans by themselves. It's actually kind of incredible. Well, I'll tell you this. Um, I, well, I was just in Scotland, as you know. I took a little vacation there with Carrie. We had a, a great time. I love Scotland. I'm a big proponent of it as a country to visit. Politics are not good, but anyway, who knew Braveheart was fighting for a land that would later on become basically communist. But uh, here's the thing. They eat baked beans with breakfast all the time. And I did it not seems know this. weird. It, oh, yeah, baked beans. Uh, that, that's a big thing in the U.K. for breakfast. And it seems weird until you try it. And I'll tell you this. I actually sign on to the thesis that baked beans are not getting their due. Because remember, you can put lots of things. You can put like bacon bits in there and, you know, pork and, you know, chunks of other things or whatever. So you agree with the front page of the Wall Street Journal thesis? I do. Baked beans, they're dense. So, you know, they're calorically dense. Uh, they have some antioxidants in them. I think that we should start to, I'll tell you this, whenever someone makes it, whenever I was growing up, my mom would make a can of baked beans for some reason. Usually it was to go along with something else. You know, maybe we're having like chili or something. Tastes quite good. You know, Brussels sprouts, people used to make fun of them and then they became trendy. I think we might be at the, we might be at the beginning of big baked beans right now. A bean renaissance. You know, this is the, uh, uh, the poor southern, uh, family food. I remember this being a staple of my grandparents. They would make, uh, uh, beans, and then you would mash it all together with uh, cornbread. And this thing was, I, I don't know the percentage of time that this would be a meal, but it felt like every time I was at my grandparents' house, beans, lima beans, uh, in that particular situation, and uh, and cornbread. You ever hear of that, Buck? That it was a southern staple. Like, I, I'm, super, I'm assuming because it was all, so cheap back in the day. Food. Anything they eat in the South a lot, they eat because it tastes good. So, I'm into it. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young kids, builds specially adapted smart homes for severely injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades-in-arms, nor the efforts of his first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel of Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. 
Join the foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org.